You're listening to the Elevate Main Podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. Bow down our heads and close our eyes. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for a wonderful time to listen to your word once again. We just want to hear from you, Lord. We just want to know what you want for our lives, especially in this series what do we do when it's not for us? Lord, tulungan kami how to evaluate things, how to process things. May overwrite my preparation, Lord. May you allow all of us to be attentive to your word. And again, thank you for this opportunity that you brought all of us. Pray that you would uh, work na rin yung PowerPoint and the connection, everything, Lord. And I pray that all of us will receive your word wholeheartedly and with humility. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so habang inaayos nila yan, we are in this series, What Do You Do When It's Not For You? And the reason why we want this to be our series and as we close this is because the reality is there are times in your lives na magno si God. There are times in your life na talagang hindi para sa yan. It can be a relationship, it can be a career, it can be a course in college, a school na nag-apply ka, tapos hindi ka pumasa. Have you ever experienced that? Nag-apply ka sa isang college na gusto mo and then hindi ka pumasa, right? So what do you do when it's not for you? Some things, it's quite easy to deal with. Like, hindi para sa'yo itong food na to, so I'm not gonna eat that, okay lang. Hindi para sa'yo yung show na yan, so I'm not gonna go there. Hindi para sa'yo yung ganyang klaseng things, so hindi, it's okay, di ba? But there are times naman that it's quite difficult. How do you handle that? Lalo na pag gustong-gusto mo talaga. I want that thing. I want that person or I want that career path. I want that course or just like what Joey mentioned, I want that org. And nagno, nagreject. It's their loss. Di ba? Ganun ba dapat yung approach natin? So how do we deal with that? But before I answer that, um, wala pa rin, no? How do you know if it's really not for you? I think it's good to answer that question. Kasi, of course, what do you do if it's not for you? Pero how do you know if hindi talaga para sa'yo? I think a lot of young people are struggling with that one. Now, for them, they're thinking, eh, baka naman para sa akin to, but how do you really know if it's not for you? Let me give you three ways ha, how you know if it's not for you. Number one, if it's sinful. If it's sinful. If it's against God, if it's bad, if it's really wrong, God is not pleased with that, I think all of us agree with it. For example, someone is married and then may nagusto siyang ibang girl, of course, literally, it's not for him. It's not for that person. Or for example, is cheating for you? Ayaw ha? parang okay ang cheating ha? Yes, Kuya Marty, it's for me. Now, answer my question. Is cheating for you? Para sa iba no, because it's bad. You don't do that, right? It's not for you. Or is hurting other people for you? Parang gusto niyo rin manakit ng ibang tao, ah. Okay itong elevate ngayon, ha? So, of course, it's not for you, right? So, if it's sinful, if it's not aligned with God's will, na talagang clear na clear sa Bible, no to immorality, no to sexual sins, no to all of those things, definitely, it's not for you. Clear na clear yon, okay? If it's sinful, it's not for you. But what about those things naman na it's not that simple, it's not sinful naman, it's a gray area, it's something na parang pwede naman to. Another one is, God, If how do you know if it's not for you? He will lead you through godly authorities. So either your parents would say, anak, ayoko yan para sa'yo. Or let's say for the, sa love life, pagdating sa love life, anak, hindi yan para sa'yo. Right? 
So he will lead you through godly authorities. Or sometimes, yung mga spiritual leaders mo. It can be a pastor, a small group leader. But again, for the small group leader here, huwag kayong maging abusive, ah, na, oy, sumunod ka sa akin, sabi ni God, libre mo ako today. Adi, huwag, huwag naman ganon. Hindi, hindi yan. Hindi kasama yan sa pinag-uusapan natin. Okay? But he will lead you through godly authorities. Meaning to say, he will send some people that are spiritually mature that will help you process things. Na, okay, maybe it's not for you because of like this. And explain niya, and hopefully maintindihan niyo. So, you will know through other people, you will know through other godly counsel. Another one is, he will literally not allow it. For example, yung org nga na yun, nag-try ka na once, twice, hindi ka talaga pumasa. He will not allow you to pass. For example, you want to pass in a certain college. Yung first option ko na college uh, when, when I was uh, having this college exam, I have this college that gusto gusto. This is my number one option. One, magandang school and mura tuition fee. In second college that gusto ko, same lang ng level for me sa na level na school kasi magkalapit lang sila pero mahal ang tuition fee. So sabi ko, doon na lang ako sa mas mura para yung na-save sa akin na lang pupunta. So I had my selfish motives. I didn't, I passed the exam, okay? I passed the exam because I saw my score. Pero I didn't, uh, I didn't qualify in the cut-off. Kasi may cut-off eh. Ganitong number of students lang makakapasok sa school na to. So, na- nasad ako. Bakit ganito, Lord? So, it wasn't for me because God didn't allow it. Pwede kong pilitin uh, sa ibang city ako mag-aaral, same school, pero another town is in the province, but I didn't want to. So, wala doon sa desire ko. So, God didn't allow me to pass in that, ex- in that school, to get into that school. So, may mga ganun. Either it's sinful, either He will guide you through godly authorities that it's not for you. So, I want to teach you eh. I want you, I want to help you understand. Let's say, five years from now or next year, what if you go to in, in a situation na, okay, is this for me, Lord, or it's not for me? He will guide you to what? Through His Word. If it's sinful, clear na clear naman, wag mo na gawin. If it's, you know, godly authority, sabi, wag, of course, wag mo na gawin. Or, talagang hindi niya papayagan na mangyayari yun. Let's say some of you, you want to go and work abroad, eh, hindi inalaw ni God. Hindi kanya binigyan ng US visa. Alam, daming nadideny ha, sa US visa. Some of you may, may have experienced that. He just won't allow it to happen. Katulad ng PowerPoint natin. Mukhang ayaw ni Lord na mangyari to. So, anyway, He won't allow it. But here's our problem. So, babasahin ko lang ha, yung other parts here. We, can, we couldn't see here. I want you to be attentive. Here's the problem. The problem is this. Wait lang. So, it's sinful. He will lead you through godly authorities. He won't allow it. The problem is this. Even though it's not for us, even though we know, alam na natin that it's not for us, we look for may, ways to make it for us. Let me repeat that. Even though alam mo na na it's not for you, our problem is we look for ways to make it for us. Can you ask your seatmate, totoo ba yan sa'yo? Mapilit ka bang bata ka? <laughs> Mapilit kang bata ka eh, no? <laughs> Mapilit eh. That's it, that's it, Even though, minsan niya pinag-aaral ako, pinag-iisip ako, bakit ba tayo may tendency na ganyan? Even though alam mo nang hindi nga para sa'yo, we look for ways para maging para sa atin. We look for ways para mag-work out. We look for ways para talagang pumayag na lang si Lord. Sige na, bakit ba ganun tayo? Bakit ba tayo makulit sa pagpilit ng mga bagay-bagay or even different things that are not really for us? So that's why I want to teach you a perspective this afternoon. A different perspective as we close this series. Because here's my question, okay? 
have you prayed for something that if God gave it, pag binigay ni Lord, ah, yung something na yon, ngayon alam mo na, you know now that you will regret it. Have you ever prayed for something? Maybe years ago, nagpray ka, Lord, sana ibigay mo to. Tapos pag nag si Lord doon sa prayer mo, ngayon alam mo na, na regret mo. Na ngayon thankful ka, Lord, buti na lang, hindi mo binigay. Sino dito naka-experience na ganun? Yan, di ba? So iba, hindi pa naka-experience, baka kasi mapilit pa rin kayo. Okay, so, but you get what I'm talking about, right? You get that question. Na may pinag-pray kayo dati, ah, years ago, maybe five years ago, or I don't know, last year, pinag-pray mo sana dito. Ngayon, nakita mo na na buti na lang. Just like that person na, I don't know if it's really a true story, but there's this guy na, I, I think pinag-pray niya na hindi siya malate dun sa interview niya, dun sa Twin Towers uh, during the September 11. So may interview siya dun sa building na yun. And sobrang traffic na late siya. Inis na inis siya. Guess what? Nung nakita niya yung nangyari, he was so grateful na, Lord, buti na late ako. Right? Of course, not at the expense of the other people na namatay doon. But it's something na, you know, maybe he was praying na, Lord, please naman, interview to, job interview. I want to get into that company. I want to be there. Eh, hindi niya alam na yung pala yung mangyayari. So, there are things na ngayon, alam na natin na, oh, thank you, Lord. Buti hindi mo inanswer. That's why our message this afternoon is quite simple. It's one phrase long. It's not yet there, but eventually it's gonna work out. Pag nandun na sa backstage, maybe you can just flash it na lang, sunod, sunod na lang. So our message for today is quite simple. The message is this. God's no is a blessing. Let me repeat that. God's no is a blessing. Can you tell your seatmate? One, two, three, go. God's no. So I want you to have this perspective. So in case magno si God next year, next week, next month, you will have the perspective na, okay, God's no is a blessing. Pag nag-no si Lord, blessing yon. I think it's one of those no's na talagang, oo, makakabuti sa akin to. Because a lot of times, when we hear the word no, it's a bad thing. Like my children, every time mag-no ako, naiinis sila. When they ask for a toy, sometimes I say no. When they ask for McDonald's, sometimes I say no. When, I, when they ask for these things, to watch a movie, to watch YouTube, sometimes I say no. So every time they hear the word no, parang ano ba yan? I want it ne. And a lot of us are like that. When we're asking for something and the response is no, 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 ayaw natin na bakit no lagi. Lalo na pag si God yung nag-no, maybe not literally na maririnig natin, audibly na maririnig natin, sometimes that happens, na parang talagang God is speaking to us clearly, as loud as possible, but a lot of times we don't. But we can see through circumstances na nagnuno si Lord. Kaya nga, ang message natin ay, God's no is a blessing. Again, shake the person to your right and left. God's no is a blessing. Okay. So, I want you to have that perspective. It's a really good perspective because there's this person that we're gonna study today, that we're gonna look at today, his life, na nagno si Lord sa prayer niya. And this guy was a powerful person, meaning to say God used him mightily. And if, in fact, this guy was able to destroy around 750 prophets in a single battle. 
there was a big battle between this guy and 750 prophets, bad prophets, and he was able to destroy that. He was able to prove to the king, his name is King Ahab, yung kalaban niya, nung guy na to. He was able to prove to King Ahab and to the prophets that your gods are not real. Baal is not real. But my God, Yahweh, He's the only God. He's the one true God. And we are to submit and to follow Him. You can find this story in 1 Kings chapter 19. If you have your Bibles with you, so dapat talaga may Bible. 1 Kings chapter 19. Open it there. We're gonna look at the story of Elijah when he prayed for something and God didn't answer with a yes. God said no to his prayer. It was a very sincere prayer. It was a prayer na talagang wholeheartedly sinasabi niya kay God, Lord, please answer this. And God said no. So what happened to Elijah? In 1 Kings chapter 19, uh, just eventually mapaplashan, but please, if you don't have your Bibles, you can just check your seatmate. Okay lang mag-copy for today, okay? Hindi mag-copy, but check with your seatmate. Verse 1. Let's look at verse 1. Now Ahab, so what happened? The chapter before this was the great battle. 750 prophets were there. And here's Elijah, and he won the battle. The prophets died. King Ahab was so sad. He went to his wife. So King Ahab went to his wife. Told Jezebel everything that Elijah had done. And how he killed all the prophets with the sword. So they all died. He won. So of course, nalungkot si Ahab, he told his wife, and the wife got so angry that in verse 2, he sent a, message, a messenger to Elijah. So the messenger said to Elijah, may the gods, hindi pa rin siya kay God. May mga ganun talagang tao. You know, there are people in this world, and you, have, you will have friends, classmates who are like that, that even though they've encountered the power of God, they will not believe. It saddens me. Even though they go, to, they go to church, they're not going to obey the Lord. Even though they've seen miracles from the Lord, still matigas pa rin ang ulo nila. Tell your seatmate, sana hindi ka ganun. Sana hindi matigas ang ulo mo, okay? Kasi may mga ganun talaga na, I mean, even me, I, I'm shocked sometimes that I see people who are like that. That Nakita mo na yung power ni Lord? Nakita, alam mo na that God sent His Son, died for your sins, resurrected, na kahit sinong atheist cannot disprove that, you will still not believe in God? It just doesn't make sense. It's crazy, but that's what's happening in the world right now. So there are people like that. That's who Jezebel was. Jezebel still didn't believe in God. He sent a messenger to Elijah telling Elijah, may gods, the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, so ano sabi nan? If by this time tomorrow, I do not make your life that, like that of one of them. Meaning to say, I'm going to kill you, Elijah. I'm going to destroy your life. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to destroy you just like as you have destroyed these prophets. And si Elijah naman, ito naman yung nakakatawa kay Elijah. Sige, dyan ka lang bro, dito na ako. Okay? Ang nakakatawa naman kay Elijah, nakita na nga niya yung miracle ni God. Natakot pa siya kay Jezebel. Natakot pa siya dun sa girl. Natakot pa siya kung napatay na niya yung 750 prophets. Why would you be scared if you've seen the power of God? Because in the next verse, okay, in verse 3, ano nakasulat sa verse 3? 1 Kings chapter 19. Habang chinecheck nila yan. 1 Kings chapter 19. Verse 3. Nasa na tayo, okay. Let's see what happened there. Verse 3. Anong sabi doon? And he was afraid 
and arose and ran for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. He ran away from Je- Jezebel because she was, he was so scared. And not just that, in verse 4, what happened here? But he himself went, what? A day's journey into the wilderness. So pagdating niya sa Beersheba, he went a day's journey. Naglakad siya. Have you ever tried walking for a day? Siguro hindi. But during that time, you don't have a choice. There's no grab. There's no taxi. Walang jeep. Naglakad siya. May camel, pero hindi siya nag-camel. Di ko naintindihan kung bakit. But anyway, he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, came, sat down under a juniper tree because he needs to be comforted. And ito na yung prayer. Ito na yung prayer. Basahin niya, ito na yung chapter. Verse 4, verse 4. And he, ito na yung prayer. Ano yung prayer niya? He requested himself that he might die. Look at the prayer. It's a very sincere prayer. Maybe you can equate it as medyo depressi Elijah. Actually, I don't understand why he was so afraid and he wanted to die. But look at what he said here. Why did, why did he want to die? Okay? He and, and said, Lord, it is enough now, O Lord. Take my life for I am not better than my father's. Please, God, I'm so tired. Take my life. This was the request. It is no better. Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. They did these things. I know they were very faithful for, to you. They've been serving God. But ako pagod na pagod ako, Lord. I've been so tired. Just take my life. And guess what? God didn't answer the prayer with a yes. I'm so glad hindi siya nag-yes. Tinan answer ni Lord. In the next verse, in verse 5, wala Anyway, in verse 5, look at what he says here. Then he lay down under the bush, fell asleep, and at once an angel touched him and said, Get up and eat. Imagine, pinatulog. Ayan, ayan na. Yay! Ito ba yan? Hindi, hindi ito yun. Ay, change, change na lang ah. Okay, so he lay down under the bush, fell asleep at at. All at once, an angel touched him and said, Get up and eat. So, pinatulog siya ni Lord. So, instead of... Imagine ko nag-answer si God. I mean, some of us might have prayed that prayer. Lord, kunin mo lang ako. O sige, bam. Diba? Gusto mo ganon? Gusto mo, ha? Diba? And I'll be honest with you. I think I prayed that prayer when I was... Maybe in high school. I was down. I was really discouraged. Diba? Lord, please. Hindi naman kunin mo lang ako. More of... Lord, sana dumating ka na. Diba? Mga ganun prayers, eh. Boom, right? And sometimes we pray crazy prayers. Minsan siguro prayer natin, Lord, sige na, kunin mo na parents ko. Di ba, mga ganun? Let's be honest, may mga times ganun. Pag galit na galit ka, sige na, yung kapatid ko, Lord, please. Yeah? Or maybe classmate mo, Lord, yung classmate ko, sige na, tapusin mo na yan. Now seriously, we prayed those prayers. Or maybe not like this, but we prayed some, something crazy enough that you know is, or, or even other prayer, like even in relationships. Lord, sana siya na lang, right? O sige, ah. What if binigay ni Lord lahat? Imagine. Imagine binigay ni Lord lahat ng prayer request mo. Siguro ba, yes, exciting, but you don't know what's gonna happen. And that's why we're studying this, because hindi niya alam what's gonna happen. So in that verse, instead of God answering with a yes, pinatulog niya si Elijah. He slept because of, he was so tired. Imagine naman a day's journey. So I was walking there in Egypt. In Egypt, 
some, somehow yung weather doon. And ito, he was in Beersheba, medyo southern part yan eh. Southern part yung Beersheba. It's quite hot there. So walking a day's journey, it is very exhausting. It's very tiring. And the next verse, look at the next verse. Look at what God said. He looked around, so he, he, he got up. Nagising siya. An angel of the Lord woke him up. He looked around, and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals. Imagine, instead of saying yes, pinakain ni Lord si Elijah. Nasa wilderness siya. Where can you have bread baked over hot coals? Alam mo ba yung wilderness, parang desert? Right? So it's like a deserted place, and may nakahanda. My chef, I don't know my chef. Pero my bread, may nagpainit, may nagluto, right? A jar of water na nasa wilderness siya. He ate and drank and then lay down again. You know, I really appreciate the grace of God. Kasi yung no nga ni Lord, it's a blessing. It's a sign of His grace. Instead of answering with a yes, He provided with the strength. That's what happened here. So He was able to eat, He was able to drink, and lay down again. And the angel of the Lord, the next verse, came back a second time, touched Him and said, Get up and eat, for the journey is too much for you. Alam ni Lord na pagod ne. You know, sometimes when we're so tired, we pray the craziest prayers. We pray the craziest requests. When we're emotionally drained, may mga request tayo kay God na pagbabalikan natin na, Lord, sana hindi ko binareyon kasi pag sinagot mo, kawawa ako. Kawawa yung future ko. I don't think I'm gonna have this or I'm gonna have that if you answer those prayers. When I was so tired, when we're emotionally down and when we are so physically tired, never ever make crazy commitments. Some people do that eh, when they're emotionally down, physically tired. Magkukumit sila, sige na nga, siya na lang, di ba? Pagod na pagod ka, sige na nga, siya na lang. So, may mga crazy commitments tayong ginagawa. All because emotionally down ka. Kaya nga, importante yung no ni God. Because look at in this story, when God said no, He fed Elijah, and then here's what I realized. Look at the next phrase. When God says no, He gives the strength to move on. That's part of His blessing. That's why it's a blessing when God says no. Because when He says no, my strength siyang bibigay so you can move forward and move on. Kasi some people, pag nag-no ang isang tao, for example, ako, I've experienced this. When God said no, ang is, yung, I had this relationship before and it wasn't pleasing to the Lord. I was still, kakagraduate ko na ng college, I was in a relationship that wasn't pleasing to, to God. Christian yung girl, pero walang blessing ng parents namin. And then, alam na alam ko na ayaw ni Lord. Nag-know na talaga si Lord. So, I was cutting off the relationship. Pero isa sa request ko ay God, Lord, sige na naman. I'll cut off the relationship, pero sana tanggalin mo na yung feelings para hindi ko siya ma-miss. Di ba, minsan ganun eh. Ayaw natin yung mahirapan tayo. But you know what I realized? A lot of times, hindi niya tatanggalin yung emotional pain. Hindi ka agad. A lot of times, pag nag-know siya at nasaktan ka, the next thing, nandun pa rin yung pain. The next week, baka nandun pa rin yung pain. Pero anong kasama? Nandun yung strength. Ang ba yun? Nandun yung strength. And I experienced that. Nandun yung strength for me not to communicate anymore with a girl. Nandun yung strength for me not to dwell on that person kahit nung umiiyak na ako almost every night during that time na nag-know si God and talaga cut off ko na. Mahirap ang process. Pero nandun ang strength niya. A lot of people ayaw yung process. A lot of people ayaw yung nandun pa rin yung negative feelings. Pero wala tayong magagawa. It's there. 
God allows that to happen, but He doesn't allow us to go through it alone. He's gonna give us the strength. Kaya nga, yun yung nangyari kay Elijah. Look at the next part. Yun nangyari sa kanya. He got up because the journey is gonna be long. Why is the journey long? Lumalayo kasi siya. From that place, lumayo siya. He got up, ate, and drank, strengthened, oh, di ba? Strengthened by the food. God helped him move on. I want you to move on. So he got up, he was walking, traveled for how long? 40 days and 40 nights. Until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. Now, I want, you to, I want you to see this, the next part. I want you to see this. Look at the next slide. Kung gaano kalayo. So he, approximately from Beersheba, in the trio, to Mount Horeb, ayun yung mountain. So look at the tree and look at the mountain. That's approximately 420 kilometers. On a, usually, you can walk from that area to that area. Sabi nila, 12 days kaya. Kaya daw. And some people ask, bakit kailangan 40 days and 40 nights yung lakad ni, ni Elijah? Maybe he was resting, he was taking it slow. Di ba may mga friends kayo na mabagal maglakad? Meron ko ba mga ganun? I don't know kung ganun. Maybe ganun siya kabagal. Right? Kunyari na sa Enchanted Kingdom ka, tapos ang bagal ng isang mong friend. Lahat kayo, tara na! Ang dami ng rides. So siya, sige lang. Sige na, sa flying fiesta pa lang tayo. Paikot doon. So, so I don't know kung ganun kabagal si, si Elijah. But it took him 40 days. So pacing siya. Siguro he will stop. He's gonna pray. And he's just tired. He's depressed. He's scared. So he was walking. And again, I was in Egypt nga last week. Mainit yun, guys. Ha? Yung walk, desert yan. That's not, that's not like uh, may, may mga shade ka. So you're gonna look from one shade to another shade. It's, a, it's, it's the heat is very bad. I think uh, when I was there, I was estimating it's hotter than the Philippines. Do you like to be in a place hotter than the Philippines? So, mainit na nga dito. Mas mainit. It's a dry heat. Masakit. Masakit sa skin. So, ganun yung lakad ni Elijah from Beersheba to Mount Oreb. Approximately 420 kilometers. And then the next verse. So, kaya, look at the next verse. When he arrived after 40 days, he arrived Mount Horeb. He went into a cave. Spent the night there because he was scared. Like, he just wants to be alone. But usually, if you're so down, you're so depressed, discouraged, you're gonna hide yourself. And dito na lang ako, bala na. I'm not gonna come, come back anymore. I'm a failure. I don't want to live anymore. And the word of the Lord came to him and said, natin, What are you doing here, Elijah? In Tagalog, anong ginagawa mo? Ba't ka nandito? Tinumay katabi mo? Sabi mo nga yung question na yun, anong ginagawa mo? Ano ba yan? Ano ba ginagawa yan? Right? I love this question. It's not that painful. It's a question that reveals what's happening in your heart. It's a rebuke but it's not very direct na. Mali ka. Makasalanan ka. You're evil. Hindi ganun eh. It's a question that, you know, parang, Elijah, what are you doing here? It's a question na ikaw rin mapapatanong. Oo nga. <laughs> Bakit ko ba itong ginagawa? You know what I realized? When God says no, move to the next slide. When God says no, He helps us, He helps evaluate our heart. Because we need to evaluate our hearts. Kaya gusto ko yung no eh. Kaya gusto ko yung no ni Lord. Because he, he strengthens me as he, when he answers no, he strengthens me as I move on. And when he answers no, he helps me understand where I'm coming from, what's going on in my life, and what's best for me. Because why do we need to evaluate our heart? Because here's the thing. 
Why do we need to evaluate our heart? Three things. Because our heart can be wrong. I don't know if you know this. Siguro alam nyo na, pero pwedeng magkamali ang puso. Naks, di ba? Hindi totoo naman talaga eh. Puro pag-ibig lang iniisip eh. But it can be wrong. We have been wrong many times because of our heart. So maganda, mag-know si God para may time tayo to evaluate. Kasi kung in-answer niya lang yun, eh mali. So it can lead us astray. It can lead us to the wrong direction. It can lead us to the wrong path. And not just that, it can cause more pain. When God answers yes to something that's wrong for you, it's gonna hurt. Compared to when He says no to something that's wrong for you. When God says yes, if He says yes, of course, He's not gonna say yes to something that's wrong. But sometimes He allows it. May mga moments na ganun, hindi niya pipilitin. Hindi kanya pipilitin. Ah, gusto mo talaga. You want that? Kasi minsan pag nag na siya, pipilitin pa rin natin. And He's gonna allow it. Sige, sige. Sige. You'll do it. It's gonna lead you astray and it can cause you more pain. And let's be honest, some of your friends have experienced that. Nag-know si Lord, ang daming consequences. Some of your relatives experienced that. Nag-know si Lord, mas madaming pain. Painful pag nag-know si Lord, pero mas maraming pain pag inalaw, pinilit mo yung know ni Lord. Pag pinilit mo yung ayaw nga niya, mas maraming pain. That's why we need to evaluate our hearts. And that's why, what's our message? God's no is a blessing. Again, shake your seat, mate. God's no... It's a blessing. Oh, let's go back to the story. Go to the next verse. So that's why that's his question. What are you doing here, Elijah? You have experienced the miracles of God already. You were able to feed this widow. You were able to be fed by ravens. And you were able to see fire come down from heaven. Tapos dahil lang sa isang babae, takot ka? Parang ganun eh. Ito, hindi na naman, parang love life na naman. Hindi, may mga guys, baka hindi na ako matatakot ngayon. Sign na ni God yon Thanks, Kuya Martin. Hindi yun, ha? Yun yung story. Okay, so let's go to the next verse. So after God asked that, ito na si Elijah. Very honest, very sincere. He was very down. He replied, Lord, I have been very zealous for you, God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant. Meaning to say, there was a promise, diba, with Abraham, with Moses. There's a covenant, covenant with David. But they have rejected it, Lord. In other words, parang, nagsuserve na ako eh. Pero galit pa rin yung mga tao sa akin. I've done many miracles, pero parang walang nangyayari. Maybe his desire was, after the killing of the Baal worshippers, maybe his desire was, hopefully sana okay na lahat. Pero bakit hindi naging okay, Lord? You torn, they, they've torn down your... The Israelites have rejected your covenant. Torn down your altars. Put your prophets, yung mga friends niya, pinatay, to death with the sword. Ang tingin niya, I am the only one left and now they are trying to kill me. Imagine when... That's also what usually happens to us when we're emotionally down. Feeling natin, tayo nalang mag-isa. Feeling natin nobody else is helping us, nobody else is there to encourage us. That's what Elijah was experiencing. If merong term na okay, he's just so depressed, yun na na-experience niya, I'm all alone, I'm running away, gusto ko nalang mag-isa, kunin mo na ako, Lord. But look at how God answered him. Look at the next part. Ang ganda na answer ni Lord. Go out and stand, what? On the mountain. So the Lord said, So after you pour out ng heart, Lord, I'm the only one left. I've been so passionate for you. Instead of God answering, Okay, sige na nga, sige na nga. Okay, I understand. You know what God said? Go out. 
Nasa loob ka ng cave. Don't stay there. Go out. Stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord. You know, I really appreciate this encounter. Because God knew the only thing, the only person that can heal the brokenness that Elijah is experiencing is he himself. So God wanted Elijah to encounter God even more. Not through the miracles, not through the fire coming down from heaven, because you na experienced Elijah. Those powerful miracles na experienced Elijah. But he needed to experience God himself. What do I mean by that? Look at the passage. Mountain in the presence of God, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains. Amazing yan. A great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart. Have you ever seen a wind tearing a mountain? Ibang level yan, guys. Napunit parang papel. Yung, yan, yan ang nakasulat to. Great powerful wind tore the mountains apart. Shattered the rocks. Imagine rocks shattering in front of him. Pero ano yung sabi dyan? But the Lord was not. A powerful wind came. So he saw the miracle of fire coming down from heaven. He saw that. He saw the ravens feeding him. Miracle yun. He saw yung supplies ng widow was not depleting when he was there. So all of those things. But again, he saw this. But look at what God is saying here. It doesn't mean that when this, these are happening, these things are happening, that my presence is, you know, that's it. That's my presence only. No, no, no. I made that happen, but that's not me. Me as in presence ni God. Look at the next one. After the wind, there was an earthquake. Balik-balik mo kasi. There was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. He allowed it, but that's not me passing by. I just allowed it to happen. There's an earthquake. So imagine nandun siya, nakita niya, oh no, there's a strong wind. Imagine kung siya yung tinamaan ng wind. Napunit nga yung mountain. Kung siya yung pak, So hindi, hindi nagyari. So the wind was there. He just saw it. Wow. There was an earthquake. Wow. And look at the next part. Next verse, verse 12. After the earthquake came, there came a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And somehow it's related to the miracles that he experienced. The earth, the, the, shake, the wind, maybe it's connected to you know, the ravens feeding him. It's a miracle. The earthquake, the supply in the earth, it was not depleting. And now the fire, the fire coming down from heaven. I mean, he experienced all of these things. But the Lord was not in the fire. Where was the Lord? And after the fire, ito na, came a gentle whisper. May bulong. Ako to. Hindi ko alam kung nakasabi doon. Hindi ko alam. Hindi ko sinabi ni Lord. And after the fire, a gentle whisper. Look at the next verse. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face. It's a sign of humility. It's a sign of Lord prostrate before God. Went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, what? Again, the same question. There came the Lord, His presence. It seems like God was reminding Elijah, Elijah, maybe the reason why you're tired because you're focused too much on the miracles that you've experienced. You focus on too much on the yung prestige. When all you need is my presence, the quietness with me. Because when you experience me, you're gonna have rest and you will be reminded what you need to do. Because sometimes the reason why we're tired, the reason why we pray crazy prayers, is because we're doing so much without God's presence in our life. Kailangan mo si Lord. 
You can't do that. Kaya nga ini-evaluate ni God yung heart ni Elijah. Now, what are you doing? What's in your heart? Why are you focused on so many things? Why are you so tired when you've experienced my power? Maybe you've experienced my power, but you haven't really in- encountered me. Do you realize that? Maybe you experience God's power, pero wala yung personal, genuine encounter with the Lord. Kaya inulit niya yung question, what are you doing here? And the same answer. Look at the next part. Look at the next word. He replied, I have been very zealous, Lord. I've been very, very zealous for you. God Almighty. Same answer, Israelite. So somehow, paulit-ulit, but it's just a reminder. Kasi minsan tayo paulit-ulit din eh. Diba? Kahit na alam mo na yung question ni Lord, alam mo na pinapagawa ni Lord, paulit-ulit din yung sagot. Pero Lord eh, pero Lord, pero sige na. Diba? Let's be honest. So it's the same answer. Torn down your altars, put your prophets to death. I'm the only one left. And they're trying to kill me too. And then the Lord said, Ito na. The Lord said, After na-encounter niya si God, because I believe during this time, medyo mas at peace na si Elijah. I believe during this time, medyo kalmado na siya. During this time, he was able to breathe in and breathe out because iba'y na-experience niya. He saw the Lord pass by. He heard the whisper of the Lord. And then the Lord said to him, Okay, I want you to go back. Huh? Hindi inanswer ni Lord pa rin yung prayer of him dying. Go back the way you came. Go to the desert of Damascus. Pero Lord, 40 days na ako naglakad. Babalik pa ako. Go back there. When you get there, anoint Hazael, king over Aram. He guided, he guided Elijah. Look at the next verse. Verse 16. But before that, we know what I realized. When God says no, He shows the right way. Hindi kanya pababayaan na parang ang daming questions. Bakit ka nagno-no? Hindi man niya i-answer lahat why he said no, but he's gonna tell you what you need to do next. He might not answer every question that you have right away. Why did you say no? Bakit hindi siya? Bakit hindi yan yung course? Bakit hindi dito? Bakit hindi yan? Pero he's gonna show you, oh, I want you to go here. When God said no to me dun sa school that I wanted, there was the second option. Yung second option na yun, I passed, pero waitlist ako dun sa school na yun, in that university. But God showed me the way. How did God show me the way? You have an option to go in that school. Yung third option ko kasi, I also like that school. That was where I went to high school. Pero mas malayo lang yung university nila. It's in the Taft area. And ayoko yung traffic doon. No offense, okay? So, ayoko yung traffic doon kasi Quezon City ako eh. So, yun yung third option. Yung second option ko, mas malapit, Quezon City siya. Sabi ko, Lord, okay. There's a, an, a possibility for me studying there. And then, nagkaroon ng option. Kasi nga, God revealed eventually na, okay, you're waitlisted, but it doesn't mean you're rejected. Kasi ibang tao, pag waitlist, ayaw na nila. Ay, waitlist, ayaw ko na, wala nang chance. But someone said, no, there's a chance. When I saw the result, I was with my mom. We talked to the administrator, may chance. But I said, no, just appeal. Write a letter, give it to us, and usually he's gonna get accepted. And by God's grace, we did that, and I got accepted. So he shows the right way. So when he says no to something, He's not gonna leave you hanging kung ano next step mo. My next step yun. When he says no to a relationship, it doesn't mean my next relationship. Ha? Hindi yun ang ibig sabihin nun. Ha? Baka yung interpretation nyo, pag nag-no siya dito, Lord, si plan B. Ha? Sana mag-work. Tapos may plan C ako. Ha? Hindi yun ganun. So when he says no here, he will lead you to the right way. Okay? Single ka muna, anak. Yan. Aral ka muna, anak. Yan. Gawin mo muna to anak. So, he does those things. 
when he says no to a, you know, to a country that you want to go to, nag-reject siya, he shows the way. Maybe not there, maybe your vacation is here, it can be more enjoyable, or he's going to protect you. Whatever that is, when God says no, he shows the right way. Look at the next part. Look at the next part. Also, anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, king over Israel. You know what God is saying here? Elijah, King Ahab is not in control. I can replace him anytime. You're scared of King Ahab. But here, here's what I'm, to te- I'm about to tell you. Anoint Hazael as the next king. The next king of who? Anoint Hazael as the next king of Aram. And then anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, king over Israel. He's going to replace who? Ahab. And anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat, from Abel Mehola to what? In other words, I know you're tired, Elijah. You're not alone. There's someone that can replace you. And I want you to go to him, anoint him. You're not alone. There are other people there who will help you. And look at the next part. Look at the next verse. Jehu will put to death any who escaped the sword of Azael. And Elisha will put to death any who escaped the sword of Jehu. He was prophesying this. God was prophesying this. You can read this on your own. You can read this in the second Kings. second Kings. Jehu will put to death who escaped the sword of Azael. Because the prophecy is yung family line. Ni King Ahab, pati ni Jezebel, all will be wiped out because of these people. Jehu, Hazael, and Elisha. And it actually happened. So God is saying to Elijah, Elijah, don't worry. Elijah, don't be afraid of these people. Elijah, don't allow those things to cause stress in your life. I know you're tired, but I'm not gonna answer your request, your first request more of me taking your life because it's not good. That's not my plan for you. I have great plans for you and here it is. I'm gonna show you the next steps. And look at his encouragement after that. Don't you know, look at the next verse. I reserved how many? 7,000 in Israel. Hindi mo alam. They are all hiding in the caves, in different houses. All whose knees have not bowed down to Baal and whose mouths have not kissed him. You are You're not alone, Elijah. I know you feel that because of your d- discouragement, because you're scared. But here am I to tell you, you're not alone here. What's our message again? God's no is a blessing. You know what Elijah could have missed? Because those prophecies really happened. He could have missed the fulfillment of those prophecies. Sayang. You know what else he could have missed if in answer ni Lord, yung prayer niya na, sige, kukunin na kita, sige, bye. You know what else he could have missed? Look at 2 Kings. Look at 2 Kings chapter 2. This is after, you know, after quite some time, he anointed Elisha already. He anointed Elisha, and Elisha was one of his servants, assistant niya, assistant prophet. He was like the major prophet, and here's Elisha, his assistant prophet. Ang ganda, no? Para silang father and son, kasi Elijah, Elisha. Wala lang, curious, nakakatuwa lang. But anyway, hindi kasi nakakatuwa eh. Hindi naman sila related eh, okay? Hindi niya anak si Elisha. So don't get that wrong na. Bakit ganun? Ang galing, ang galing na talaga ni Lord, right? So Elijah and Elisha. So Elijah said to Elisha, so sinusundan kasi ni Elisha lagi si Elijah, stay here, the Lord has sent me to Bethel. So he moved around. After his heart was completely restored, that he got that strength from the Lord, he received again his purpose from God. 
He realized that his prayer was wrong and now he's seeing the power of the Lord and now he's moving where God wants him to move. So he goes to different places, one place to another to do ministry, to do other things. So God told him to go to Bethel. So he went to Bethel. But Elijah said, no, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, Master Elijah, I will not leave you. I'll be with you. Ganun Pag mayroon kang assistant, he's going to join you. So they went down to Bethel together. Why is Elijah following Elijah? Why is Elijah following Elijah? Because when they went to Bethel, look at the next part. The company of the prophets, so yung mga prophets, yung 7,000, some of them are in Bethel, came out to Elijah, kasi kilala na si Elijah, popular si Elijah, and asked, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? In other words, yung prayer niya years ago is going to be answered in, during this time. He's going to take your master home. And then alam ni Elisha, because God revealed it also to him. Alam ni Elisha na, yes, I know. So be quiet. Wag, wag yung i-ano, baka sabihin niya, wag na ako sumabay sa kanya. Wag, wag, I just want to be with him. I just want to see him. I just want to, you know, take care as long as I can, as long as I'm with him. And then the next part, ganun ulit. Next verse, then Elijah said to him, okay, stay here, Elijah. Elisha, the Lord has sent me to Jericho. So he was in one place. He's, God is sending him to Jericho. And as he replied, makulik din si Elisha, no, I'm gonna be with you as surely as the Lord lives. And as you live, I will not leave you. Okay, so yes, ka. So sumama siya. And then, verse 6, look at the next verse. Ganun ulit. Then when he was in Jericho, Elijah said to Elisha, stay here. The Lord has sent me to Jordan. Sa ibang place naman. And he replied, as surely as the Lord lives, and as you live, I will not leave you. So the two of them walked going to Jordan. And the miracle in Jordan was this. Look at this. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, before they had crossed, di ba may river sa Jordan? Jordan River. Do you know that that also parted during the time of Elijah? May parting then, hindi ng Red Sea, but ng Jordan River. So when they were at the one side, Jericho, going to, to, to Jordan, the Jordan River was there. Instead of walking, you know, paikot, magboat sila, nagwalk sila on dry ground. It happened. You read that. Verse 8 below. It happened. He experienced that miracle. He could have missed that out. And then Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me what I can do for you before I'm taken. So, alam ni Elijah. Alam ni Elijah. The reason maybe he was moving from Bethel to Jericho to Jordan because God is going to take him home. Before I am taken from you, what can I do for you? And the prayer of Elisha was this, let me inherit a double portion of your spirit. And he explained, oh, sige, that's a hard prayer. Meaning to say, if you've experienced miracles, let me experience double of that. If God used you doubly, uh, mightily, let me experience that doubly, that God will use me mightily. If you read 2 Kings, literally, God used Elisha more than Elijah. Double in terms of miracle, in terms of... Of course, both of them are very effective. In not comparing, pero Elisha experienced a double portion of Elijah's spirit. And what could Elijah have missed if inanswer ni Lord yung first prayer niya before? Ito yung mamimiss out niya. So, as they were walking alone... Natin, look at the next verse. As they were walking alone, talking together... Ito na! Suddenly, a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared, separated the two of them, and Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. Let me ask you, did Elijah die? He didn't die physically. He didn't die physically. It was one of those examples in the Bible. Also, Enoch was the one who also didn't die. But God just took him home. 
every time makabasa ako na ganito, parang minsan prayer ko, Lord, sana ganyan din. <laughs> parang di masakit, diba? Yung parang may chariots of fire, wow, okay naman to. Look at this picture. Parang ganito, but this is, this doesn't even show kung gaano ka-grand yung experience na yun. Imagine what he could have missed, Elijah. That he was just walking, and then boom, may fire, may chariots of fire. And then, nandun siya, sumakay siya, bye-bye. I don't know kung paano nakita na Elijah, but it's a whirlwind. Siya mismo parang, maybe there were smoke, I don't know. But if he goes to Elijah, bigla ka lang napalayo, where's my master? And he saw fire, wow, what's this? What's going on? But if he goes to Elijah, I mean, I really don't know. Hindi na natin ma-describe yung na-experience niya eh. Maybe yun ang tatanungin ko pagdating ko sa heaven. When I ask Elijah, Elijah, ano yung feeling? Pasakay, diba? <laughs> eh kasi, ang chariots of fire, hindi ka naman makakita ng ganyan. Wala naman ganyan. Subukan mong ipa-fire yung chariot dito. Yung kotse mo, right? Siguro ko dito yun, diba? Yung kotse mo on fire. Wow, look at this. Hindi. It's just something amazing. He could have missed this out. He could have missed out this amazing encounter. You know what I realized? Look at the next verse. I next part. When God says no, He keeps us from regrets. Because when He says yes to the things that hindi niya gusto for you, there are gonna be a lot of regrets. You know, when I was still single, I'll be honest with you. Madami yung mga options, mga prayer requests. No, the Lord, sana to. Kung hindi siya baka ito, right? I mean, I was a faithful person. Pag may isang gusto, isa lang. Oh, shempre, wow, right? But then, alam mo yung parang medyo ready ka na. I mean, guys, aminin nyo na yun. May mga moments na pag nag-no meron to, friend ko naman to. <laughs> parang, sama, no? Sorry, girls. Patawarin nyo kami mga guys. Pero may mga ganun talagang guys. Huwag nyo gagawin nyo na. Pero let's be honest, may mga ganun tayong tendency na, sige, pag nag kaya nga may mga moments na bakit, and, and we apologize for the girls who are here. We apologize for for guys doing that. Na meron silang parang fini-friend na wala naman. Minsan parang back up. Sorry ah, may mga ganun talaga. Okay, paluin niyo lang yung katabi niyong guy. Bakit ka ganyan? Ha? <laughs> Sama eh. But when I was single, wait, going back to my story, when I was single, so may ganun ako. So I like this girl. I really like this girl. And, but then, there were times na, okay, there's, there's another girl na okay naman. So, sige, so pag hindi nag-work to, maybe I, I'll get to know this person. And then, pag hindi nag-work yan, here's another person. But of course, I'm gonna get hurt pag nag-reject yung isang girl. Siyempre, ma-hurt ako. Pero, kaya, kaya nga minsan, three months lang, naka-move on na kagad yung guy. Eh. Diba minsan, bakit, bakit pag girls, it takes a longer time? Bakit pag guys? Kasi, just to be honest, may ganun kasi tendency. And I had those kinds of options. And I prayed for every single one of those encounters. There was this girl that I like. I honestly prayed, Lord, sana siya na. I pr- there was another girl that I like. I really prayed, Lord, I want to marry this girl. Please allow me to marry this girl. God didn't answer my prayers during those times. And I'm glad He did because, look at the next slide. If nag-yes siya, sige, next pa. Wala yan. Diba? Pagpalakpakan niyo si Lord. Hindi, seryoso. Pag nag-yes siya, wala yan. I would never ever want to replace them over something that's not good for me. Or good in a little bit, pero not amazing. I don't want, to have, I don't want you to have regrets. But the problem is sometimes we can have regrets all because 
hindi natin inappreciate yung no ni God. God's no is a blessing. And not just that. Last part here is this. When God says no, He is leading us to the best. Kaya nga siya nagno-no eh. Hindi God's best ah. Hindi yung God's best the love life lang lagi. No, no. When He says no, may, meron talaga, there's really something. There's really a path that this is the best for us. I don't know how to overemphasize that, but it's, yun talaga yun eh. Ayaw niya may regrets. Gusto niya dun sa best. So, ayaw niya yung bad. Gusto niya yung best. So, do, you, do you see what the heart of God is? Yun yung experience ni Elijah. That's why God said no to him. What's our message again? When God's so is a blessing. Let's have a recap. How is God's no a blessing? When God says no, He gives the strength to move on. When God says no, He helps evaluate our heart. When God says no, He shows the right way. When God says no, He keeps us from regrets. And when God says no, He's leading us to the best. I want to give you this sticker. So can the ushers distribute this? May sticker papa bigay sa inyo. So you can stick this to your notebook. Ang sabi dito, God's snow is a blessing. Hopefully this perspective can remind you. Simple lang naman. There's nothing extravagant. But I haven't seen a statement like this eh. I haven't seen any statement like this. Pero I realize this is theologically true. So pamigay nyo muna before we close our time in prayer. I want you to have this. You can stick it. Kasi mapapatanong din yung classmates mo, ano yung sabihin na God's no is a blessing? You can explain that. You can share the gospel. You can invite them to elevate. Invite them to a small group. But hopefully this will remind you. So one lang muna per person. If may extra, we'll see. You can just ask. Siguro sila Jessa, yung mga group leaders yun, baka meron sila. So get this sticker. Stick it in your notebooks. Sa mga, I don't know, sa bags nyo or something. Lunchbox. May lunchbox. Malay mo may lunchbox yung iba. Grabe ka. <laughs> sa shoes nyo. I don't know. Sa t-shirt. Just, just keep it. Stick it somewhere so it can remind you hopefully sometime. Sometime next month. Sometime next year. Or within this week. Pag biglang nag-know si Lord. Ay, oo oh, nga pala. God's know is a blessing. So you will remember the series. What do you do when it's not for you? Because hopefully this perspective Okay, listen to me here lang. Pag meron kayo sticker, just, just keep it lang. Huwag mo mo nang stick. Just, just listen to me here while we close. Hopefully, as you go on, okay, with, with your life, uh, whatever, as, as you see this sticker, you will remember when God says no, it's a blessing for you. Mas madali kang makamove on, mas madali kang mag-obey, mas madali kang mag-persevere, mas madali kang mag- uh, you know, mag-say no rin to those things, hopefully this will give you the emotional strength that you need to move forward with the Lord. What's our message again? God's no is a blessing. So anybody who doesn't have a sticker yet, can you just raise your hand para yung mga ushers natin? There you go, meron pa dito? Walang sticker? Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? So if you have a sticker already, can you just stand up? I'm gonna pray for you guys as we close our time. So let's just bow down our heads. Let's close our eyes. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for speaking to all of us. Thank you so much, Lord, for the life of Elijah. A wonderful story. Na amaze kami, Lord. Because 
you work mightily sa buhay niya. You didn't answer his first prayer of him asking you to take his life. But you comforted him instead. You gave him the strength so he can move forward, he can move on. He was able to go around for 40 days from one place to another and still discouraged, still depressed, still having so much questions. But you reminded him of your presence. And maybe, Lord God, just like Elijah, you're also doing that in our lives. That every time you say no, there's the strength. And we need to hold on to that. Every time we, you say no, there's that reminder to evaluate our hearts so that malaman namin what's really right from what's wrong. And as you say no, Lord, you, you lead us, Lord God, to the right way. There's, there's that next step that you want us to do. And as you say no to certain things in our lives, Lord, you're protecting us so that we won't have regrets. And finally, Lord, when you say no, you're leading us to the best. I mean, these things... It's just an encouragement to us. So I pray, Lord God, that we will be reminded of this truth. Please, you know the hearts of these young people. You know where they are. You know how they are spiritually. I pray that from now on, every time you say no, we will have the strength to move with you. Thank you for your blessing. We love you and we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. God bless, guys. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to stay connected with you. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website.